And the Lord, he 
about what other people think huh that's what we're gonna talk about tonight six things to do when you worry uh-huh 
too much about what other people think. That's our topic of conversation for tonight. I'm going to say it one more time for somebody sitting in the balcony. Six things, uh uh-huh, six things to do when you worry too much about about what other people think. We're going to talk about that and a few more things tonight. But either way, man, we're going to have a good, good, good time tonight in the Lord, huh? going to be a great time so look y'all come on sit back get ready uh and just enjoy this ride on this evening but let me give you the rundown on how you can be a part of today's show if you're already uh dialed in already punched in all you gotta do is push one that's right push one that'll get you to my producer on the other side of the glass the best producer in the land the one the only latanya king taking all Mm -hmm. all of your calls emails chat messages, all of the good stuff. She'll be taking that. She'll, she'll, you'll talk to her, huh? She'll clear you, and then you'll get over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. That's right, live on the air with your boy. Uh, if you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, already listening via Blog Talk Radio, or if you're listening through some other medium and you want to call in, the call-in number is 323-870-4375. Yep, that is your call-in number, 323 4375 is your call in number. Looking so forward to hearing from you all that way. One more time, 323-870-4375 is the call in number. If you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Whoa, it's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. I guess I did that. Let me fix that real quick. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Dot net. That's where you can find us there. If you want to follow us on the gram, you can do that as well. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right. I'll follow us on the gram or tweet the show. Either one at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show and follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. One more time for the Holy Ghost. It's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. Huh? Uh-huh. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, if you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash TTLO Radio, facebook.com backslash TTLO Radio, same thing, facebook.com backslash TTLO Radio. That's the same way you can find us there. The live streams are up and running. The live streams are up and running. So y'all come on in, come on in real quick. Get there, get there, get there. Say something to me when you get in the room. If you haven't already said something, if you did, I missed it because my chat box was a little delayed. But come on in. You can find us on Facebook Live right now, Facebook Live, Facebook, Facebook Live. We are there right now. And then our YouTube page, that's right, the Taking Limits Off Radio YouTube page is up and running. You can find us there as well. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys, on, you guys on the chat box. Hit me up in the chat. Let me know where you're watching from. Y'all know the routine. It's Monday, so y'all already know what we do on Monday. So come on, come on and jump in early and help us out with today's show. Always looking for somebody to help a brother out with the show if you uh don't forget to we are an iHeartRadio partner so what does that mean that means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app just do a simple search for the ttlo media group on your iHeartRadio app not only will you find the ttlo radio show not only will you find the ttlo radio show but you'll also find healthy soul talk that's right healthy soul talk with dr kimberly thomas healthy soul talk you can find their show every thursday at 5 30 p.m. every Thursday at 5 30 p.m. Real talk, real issues, real solutions. Uh, the healthy toe talk, the healthy toe talk, huh? the healthy soul talk show. Don't talk, say that till a couple times. Uh, tip a tang on the tone. 
<laughs> Say that real, real fast, real fast. Uh, but it's the Healthy Soul Talk Show with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. You can always catch that uh, right here on the TTLO Media Group Network. Uh, also, don't forget my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington and the Kitchen Chronicles. The good pastor, Harold D. Washington and the Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. You can always catch him somewhere around that time, 7.15, 7.30, always uh, feeding your spirit uh-huh, and your stomach all at the same time. Great, great, great show. Uh, looking forward to Whatever he does, man. Shout out to them yesterday. I watched. I'm going to talk about that in a little while. Uh, hopefully, y'all come on in. Faith, Works, and Vision. I'm going to be looking for y'all to pop in the chat in a few minutes. Uh, but you can always check him out there. And then last but not least, you can always catch the live stream, the live stream, the live stream, the live stream, uh, the simulcast from the birthplace of gospel music. You can catch the simulcast right here. Uh, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. every Sunday, you can catch the live stream of the birthplace of gospel music every Sunday right here uh, on the TTLO Media Group uh, station and on your Facebook page. Yeah? You can always catch us there. So we look forward to you guys joining in with the chats and everything else. It's always, always a good time. Also, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere. Anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. Just do a simple search. If you're not too sure, Google us, huh? That's right. Google me. You can find there. Amen. Amen. And amen. Miss Latanya, how you doing over there? Well, you good? Yes, I am. Okay. That's good. Good, 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 good. Just checking in. Just checking in. Uh, yeah. So we have a, 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 oh, I do want to do this. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? At it's 717. At 7.45, at 7.45, matter of fact, we're going to do it at the top of the hour, 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, at 8 o'clock, we're doing a giveaway. Giveaway for what, shall you say, huh? What are you giving away, pray tell? Let me tell you what we're giving away. We are giving away, giving away tickets to what? The All Men Lifted Concert, huh? The All Men Lifted Concert this Saturday, this Saturday. We're giving away, are we giving away VIP? We can. We can give away, we want to give away. We give away VIP Huh? No? General admission. General, okay. Well, maybe Friday we'll give away VIP. <laughs> maybe give away VIPs on Thursday. We're giving away tickets today, 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 today. We're giving away some tickets. You can get a chance to win. I will give you how you can win at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. At the 8 o'clock hour, you'll have an opportunity to win, 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 win you some tickets. Uh, what are we giving away? Two, four? Four. four general admission tickets. One person can win full tickets, huh? One person can win full tickets. That's what we're doing. We're giving away some tickets to the All Men Lifted concert this this Saturday at Country Club Hills Theater. This Saturday at the Country Club Hills Theater, you can come out and enjoy the All Men Lifted concert, a Juneteenth Father's Day weekend celebration. You can come out and hang out with your boy. The TTLO Radio Show family will be there, and it's presented by Unlimited Face Productions and TTLO Media Group. We will be there, man. Who's on the show? Who's on the show? The one, the only, Lanasia Tyson is on the show. It's the All Men Lifted show. The All Men Lifted, All Men Lifted, All Men Lifted. It's the All Men Lifted, uh, All Men Lifted show. So that's going to be this Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday at uh, 4 o'clock. Doors open at 3. Doors open at 3. But it's the All Men Lifted concert this 
Saturday, man. You don't want to miss it. Lanasia Tyson, Lisa McClendon. It's going to be a great, great show. Uh, DJ Cool Out will be on the uh, DJ Debo. DJ Debo uh, will be doing the music, going to be on the ones and twos, and DJ Cool Out will be hosting. Uh, he will be hosting this great event, man. It's going to be a great time. I am too, too, too excited about it. We are, we are literally, what, six days away? Huh? Is it six? Five. Oh, three, two, one. We're six days away. Six days away. Five days now. Sorry if you said five days now. Five days away. Five days away. Saturday, 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 Saturday at four o'clock. So you want to get your chance to call in and win some tickets. We're going to have a call in contest and we're going to have an email contest. You can only win once. So don't be trying to be slick. You can only win once, but we're going to give you the directions at 8 o'clock. So you have to be ready at the top of the hour. So let your people know they're giving away some tickets. The ticket giveaway is today. We're going to do one today. We're going to do one on Thursday on Dr. Thomas's show. And then we're definitely going to do one on Friday night. So you might as well come on and get ready, get ready, get ready, get, get, get ready. Y'all come on, man, get ready. It's going to be a good, good time. All right, all right. Look, how was it's it's Monday. Y'all know what we do on Mondays. What we do on Mondays. What we do on Mondays, huh? It's 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 the rewind. What we do on Mondays, huh? What was your like, you went to church yesterday? How was your service? Come on, talk to me. How was your service? What church did you go to? Who preached? What happened? What was the scripture that was given? What was the sermon title? What church did you go to? Come on and give me a good word. Let me know what your pastor, your guest pastor, your minister, your evangelist. Tell me something. Tell me something good. Mm. That's all I got. Tanya was like, no. Uh, I thought I was there, though. I thought I had it for a minute. It felt right. didn't sound right, but it felt right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, y'all come on, man. Let me know what was going on with your service on yesterday. I'm always looking forward. Uh, I like I like good news, man. I like good news. I like when folks tell me they had good church. I want to hear how your church service was. Uh, did people come back to church? Yesterday was was a big day in Chicago uh, and, and across the country, but yesterday was a big day in Chicago. Churches reopened. Folks showed back up yesterday, and, and, and hopefully they showed up at your church. I know some of y'all never shut down in the first place. We pray for y'all. Uh, but for those of you who did, did you go back to church yesterday? How was your first day back in the sanctuary if you did go back? If you weren't, if it wasn't your first day, I just want to know what was your service like on yesterday? Come on, y'all, chime in, chime in, chime in. Let me know how was your church service on yesterday? How was your church service on yesterday? Man, I'm excited. We celebrated our 100th and 19th year anniversary yesterday. Do me a favor. If you're already in the chat, thank you to God be the glory pit. Uh, always uh, being present. We appreciate you. Uh, if you're watching right now, if you're watching right now, let me know where you're watching from. Uh, let me know where you're watching from. Say, say hi to me so I know who you are, because I see quite a few of y'all on here, but y'all ain't saying nothing. Sneak watching. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all just sitting back watching. But let me know where you're watching from. Come on, you got to treat it just like church. When you get Look, I need a response from the visitors. <laughs> Is there a response? From the visit, I'll tell y'all about the time my mama, we went to a church, and uh, we went to visit a church and some kind of way. First of all, I don't know what they was thinking. I asked my mama to give the visitor response. I don't know why. She, I don't know who thought, first of all, giving my mama a microphone was a good idea. I don't know what they was drinking or thinking uh, to ask my mama to give the visitor's response. Uh, we were at some church. I think we were at, oh, you know what we were at? We were at Rock of Ages. 
we were at Rock of Ages before they moved to the big the big building on Madison when they was on the, at their old building on 17th, right off 17th. And uh, a, a, a friend of ours worked at Comcast. Well, it wasn't Comcast back then, but worked at Comcast. He invited us. His name was James Starks. James invited us to his church. So we get there, and so all of us are sitting back there in the back, and, and we're sitting there, and uh, the people was like, you know, visitors, visitors, visitors. So then, out of nowhere, okay, <laughs> then, y'all heard that too, right? Then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, uh, they would ask the people to do a visitor response. So somebody asked my mama to do the visitor's response. And my mama going to say, uh, I bring you greetings uh, from the kingdom. This is where I was at. We was at kingdom at the time. She says, I bring you greetings from the kingdom, Missionary Baptist Church, where I am the pastor. I told y'all that before, right? I know I did. I, I said, wait a minute, what? And we was, y'all know, y'all know I'm crazy. I went under the seat. I was I was dead under the seat, dead. Like, dead, dead, under the seat, dead. That's how dead I was. It was hilarious, y'all. It was hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. So, anyway, anyway, I just wanted to share that with y'all. But look, get, come on in and say something to the people. Uh, faith works in vision. Mr. Tim White, shake it off. Let me tell you something, Sister Pitt. I know you saw me online. I was watching. Huh? I was watching Tim White. Let me tell y'all something about look, look, I don't want to call the man look, but let me tell you about that dude. <laughs> I don't understand. Look, the, the the that brother just preach. He don't I don't think he has a middle uh, a, a middle speed. <laughs> I don't think he has a uh in between uh uh, gear is with Tim White is either all or all. There's no nothing. It's just all. Tim White preached yesterday. I I sat here so so Sister Pitt. So you know I we were uh, I watched we were in the studio watching after church because we still trying to let you know let stuff settle down after church and we making sure all the stuff is shut down from all our production and everything. So we sit in the studio and, and so we turn on Faith Works and Vision while we here. Cause y'all start at twelve thirty. We be either we be either just got out or we in the process of getting out. So we turn y'all on in the studio, nice and loud, you know, so people hear. And uh, anyway, we watching, we watching. And if that Tim White, Lord have mercy, I mean that brother just preached from his, I mean from the sole of his shoes he preached. My God today, I said, look here, that me look the bro, the brother threw down. I I appreciate it. That I didn't get the uh, I don't oh wait a minute I do know the scripture because he dealt with help me out with the scripture but I know the story because I've preached from that scripture before uh, I preached from that 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 scripture before because I believe when I preached it I believe I preached uh, 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 something good should come from this I believe that's what it was I believe that's what it was but that brother preached yesterday about uh, 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 the, the 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 Paul. And and the shipwreck and the and the snake popped up out the wood during the fire, huh? And latched on to him, and he shook it off, huh? Huh? Come on now, look here. That thing was that thing was heavy. That thing was rich on yesterday. I said, oh my God, today. Yeah. So Tim White, man, look here. I I I hollered his name out a couple of times. I wanted to holler so bad. I wanted to say, Reverend, watch your voice, Reverend, watch your voice. My God, look here. He 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 preached that thing. He preached that thing for real, for real. That thing blessed me. 
blessed me. It blessed me. It blessed me. It blessed me. Yes, it did. Uh, I'm trying to see how I'm getting. Are you hearing double? I did hear double for a second. It went away. Because for some reason, it's, I was deleting. I deleted a video that was on another page. I turned it off, but it looked like this, it was still there. Uh, but hopefully it's gone now. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, it is gone. So I don't know how they're still watching it. But anyway, uh, let's take it to another, another page. But uh, so, yeah, man, I was like, oh, my God, today. Yeah, so he preached that thing. He preached that thing. I was too excited uh, about that thing on yesterday, man. So he, he, he preached that thing from, from the bottom of his, from the soles of his feet. He preached the thing. She said, Act 30. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So that thing was good, man. So I really enjoyed watching uh, Faith Works and Vision yesterday. But as I was saying at the top, uh, we celebrated our 119th anniversary yesterday. And, uh, man, the brother that we had to come preach, God bless you, Dr. Ozzie Smith. Let me tell you about Dr. First of all, Dr. Ozzie Smith is uh, uh, he's a member of the Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Let me get that out there first. Right. So that, that explains a lot. That, that, that explains a lot to me why he preached so well. I'm just going to leave that right there. Uh, but uh, the brother preached yesterday. Huh? Dr. Ozzie Smith preached yesterday. Look here. I, I enjoyed uh, that brother preaching yesterday, and he played that there saxophone. I don't, look here, if y'all don't do nothing else, y'all go to the uh, go to the Ebenezer, uh, uh, go to CTLO page, either one, and 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 you can fast forward if you want, but go right to before he get ready to preach. The man, I think he played "Great Is Thy Faithfulness" on his saxophone, soprano saxophone. If he didn't Kenny G that thing, huh? I promise y'all, he Kenny G that thing yesterday. He put some, look, he put some Kenny G on it, huh? He put some Kenny G on that thing yesterday in the pulpit. But for, look, 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 see, this is why I, look, look, you know, you, you people sang before they preach. You play before they preach. I need to figure out, I need to find out something. I'm going to play the triangle or something. You're right. What, what you, not, what you, not what you, what you, what you saying? What you saying? What you not saying? Spoons. What about the washboard? You can't do that. And I don't even want you to. Um, you don't want me to. See what I'm saying? You know what? You can dance about your clothes if you want. You, you don't want me to be great. You can be great. You don't want me to be great. No, I do. yes, I do. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe you want me to be great. I get the feeling down in my shando <laughs> that you don't want me to be great. You don't, <laughs> you don't want me to be great. You can be great. I'm just saying. I need to be able to get my. I need to get me something. I need to get me a, a warm up. Especially for, especially if I if, snap your fingers. <laughs> snap your fingers. Do you say? Do you say? <laughs> really? You can do it really? Time. Really? That's what you're doing. That's what we on. Jesus. Oh, well, okay, I'm, 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 I'm gonna get you a rat. See? I'm good. I'm good. You, you, are, you are no help. You are no, you are no help. That's okay though. I'm gonna get me. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. That's okay. I'm gonna get it together. As soon as I get in touch with Zachary, I don't care if it's got to be Donna. Somebody gonna help me get my, uh, get my stuff together. Um, so I can have me a tune ready. Cause see, I'm gonna be going to be somewhere. See, cause they, you know, I need, I need proper music, proper time, proper mind for a proper time. I need to write music <laughs> before I preach. I need to be ready. And sometimes you have to just help yourself. And I just want to be able to help myself. If I can't get no help, I need to be able to help myself. You ain't trying to help nobody. Well, you always keep, you know what? What? You're right. <laughs> I haven't quit in two years. What, is that what you're going to do now? Yes. <laughs> you walk out. 
I quit. Anime, where you going? <laughs> Don't let nobody think that. Man. You know they'll run, they'll run off with it. I wish somebody would be stupid. <laughs> anime, where, anime, where you going? How you going? How you going to quit? You can't walk off in the woods. I wish somebody was in here to help me. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get my thing on before the song. I get my thing on before I preach, and you ain't helping. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't trying to help me be great. I just said you can dance. <laughs> dance. So you want me to do a praise dance before I preach? You can. You what you want me to do? No, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Now we all roll back to, to yesterday's service. You did. You did a little jig. Hey, yesterday's service. Yes, you did. When? You you had to do what did you the, have to before do? the offering? Yes. Did I really? Yes, yes. You did. be making up stuff too. No, no, I'm not. I think you're trying to put me on the set now. No, I'm not. You was one step off from a body roll. <laughs> but you two stepped and you went back. You know, and like you almost did reverse. <sighs> so yeah. <laughs> so you all right? I can't. I can't. I can't. In the great words of Danny L. King, you'll be all right. See. That's okay. That's okay. I'm I'm looking. Look, I'm gonna get me. I'm gonna get what's the Lanasia dude named Gus Lacey. He probably charged too much, but I'm gonna get somebody gonna help me get my song together. Between Gus, uh, Zachary, uh, shoot, tell Donna we'll put on the Greyhound. She from Texas. You tell great jokes and illustrate. You have great illustrations. I'm talking about I need something but you don't, to set the but you, you, don't, you don't have to have an opening all the time. Like, you know, everyone else didn't ha- doesn't have an opening. That's everybody you, else. I like, need. Along the, end, along the end of your sermons, you always have a great illustration or, an, you know, an example. I'm talking about at the beginning. But, hey, it's Before not the sermonic selection. It's, all, it's also about how you close. Too. I need a good sermonic selection, though. Okay, but that's not your forte, so you should be somebody else. And she said it all straight with a straight face, too, y'all. That ain't your forte. <laughs> so when I heard you say, well, <laughs> that's what I heard you say. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I you want saying? nobody to come in through the DMs or the message system. <laughs> Man, you can sing your heart out, and I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to be singing in the background. Singing in the background. If you want me to do WAP, that's what I'm going to do. And it's still of the night. I got you. <laughs> I'm gonna get me. That's okay. I'm gonna get together. I'm gonna get together. I'm gonna get uh 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 Marion, Pat Lewis. Somebody was supposed to help me. It's like I, you know, all these people got, you know, you, you know, you, you know. I'm gonna need something. I'm gonna just get it together. Usually, when you can't get that help, they trying to tell you something. What you mean? I'm gonna say this sentence again. I'm gonna say it with some authority. Let me turn. Hold on. Let me turn your mic up a little bit. Go ahead. Say it one more time. I so said I can... usually uh-huh. when you're trying to get some help, and, they, and those that don't want to help you, mm-hmm. they're trying to tell you something. So you're saying the reason. I don't have anybody to help me with a song yet is because they're saying what, what, what I hear you saying is the reason nobody want to help me get me a tune together is because my harmonious tones is not uh, quite right. Of, of har- harmonious nature. They, they, oh, you're saying they're not harmonious at all. I'm not saying that. That's what I heard you say. I see. I keep feeling I'm some saying, kind of way when you say that. I'm saying, it's supposed to be my help me. See, don't start that. <laughs> You're supposed to be trying to help a brother. You know what? Whatever you do, I'm going to clap at. 
That's what we doing. You just gonna clap. I'm I'm gonna clap at it and, and be I'm, laughing. No, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm gonna clap. Uh huh. You just gonna clap. I'm going to clap. Uh huh. And I'm gonna give out a joyous amen <laughs> and hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my pastor. <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say it from the bottom of my heart. Really? That's yes. what you gonna do? Yes. And it's going. And it's are, going to are you be gonna real. mean it though? I was gonna be very real. You gonna, I didn't realize how you gonna mean it. I'm gonna mean it. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's I okay. Am the best cheerleader. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Zachary Lavender, uh, uh, Marion Blackman, uh, uh, who else is it? Uh, Gus Lacey. <laughs> I'm just throwing these names out there. Donna Patrick <laughs> from Texas. Will there be one? Will it? Why is that? Come by ladder. Musical experience. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we can make it a whole, we can make it a whole segment. We can make it a whole segment. Oh, what? If Danny gets a voice lesson? Yes. I'm good. A 20 minute lesson right on the air, right here. Mm-hmm. Keyboard. But you know what? Fred Wilson. I'm gonna call Fred. We set the keyboard up right over there. And you can put Fred, and Fred gonna get right here on the, right here, good, bad, or whatever. You know, I don't care. You just, we do it right here on the air. I'm gonna get it together. By the time we, I see, I, I, you got you got to flow with me, you ain't flowing with me right now. Did you be? I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> it just don't sound real confident. Yes, it yes it does. <laughs> yes it does. I am with you. I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> okay. That's how you wanted to do. That's it. God, God blocked it. <laughs> God knew you was being petty. That was me trying to put some fairy dust on it. That's what it was. Like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to believe. You trying to be nice right there. No, I, for real. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm with you. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, what we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? All right. So, uh, in the uh, what do we got? In the in the in the news, what's going on? Anything happening in the news? Anything that I didn't know? Uh, anything major? Nothing too crazy. Other than it being 3,000 degrees in Arizona. <laughs> Y'all know how it is in Arizona. But the heat is actually there. Yeah, but, not, but man, look, when they say 115, 125, it really matter at that point. Yes, it does, because they don't have the humidity. But 115, 125. It's just a, cook, it's just a cooking experience at that point. <laughs> right. You, you're just out there real bad at that point. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Mm-mm. Write this in your mental Rolodex. So when I go to click on my news bulletin, something popped up that said Ricochet Taco. <laughs> ricochet. Ricochet Taco. Keep that in your mental Rolodex. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, Sister Sister Pitts, God bless you. Thank you for telling me, uh, for participating. Who else? Uh, what, y'all went to church yesterday. Who, who preached? What service did you attend? Who, was your, what, who preached the sermon? What was the title of the sermon? What scripture did they preach from? Help me out now. Y'all, come on, help a brother out. Tell me what y'all did. Share, share that good word that you got yesterday. Or were you not paying attention? I don't hear nobody. Share that good word you got yesterday or were you not paying attention? I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time, one more time. Share that good word. Share that good word. Share that good word with your people. Share that good word with your people. I'm, 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 I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Share that good word. Share that good word. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, what is this? All right. I am so confused. Uh, oh, because that's the, is that the top? Did I not change the, okay. Anyway. Uh, 
I'm looking at this video, this video and it's still saying something else, but that's very weird. Uh, anyway, I think Facebook, when it posts, once Facebook posted, you, it it's can't, a done deal. it doesn't change. You have to go in, I have to go in physically. And- oh, okay. Got it. No problemo. No problemo. Uh, so anyway, anything crazy going on in the news? Anybody say anything weird? I didn't say anything weird. Actually, it's a good thing. I know there were more people shot and all that, but I'm just not, and that ain't in my spirit today. Uh, I'm not even going there today. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm, uh, is it, if, you know, outside of the, the, the regular foolishness, uh, that goes on, man, look here. We, like, can, I, can I share this story? Can I share this story with y'all? I can't share this story with y'all. I can share this one story with y'all. So, um, so today, so this is the last week of school. This is the last week of school. And because it's the last week of school, uh, the parent, the kids have to give, you, y'all know, y'all know, uh, parent teacher conference. Y'all remember how y'all used to have to do parent teacher conference, uh, when you got to get your report card. Well, the school that I work at, we do this thing called student-led conferences, student-led conferences, where the student actually gives him gives his own progress report. He has his own information, all of his accurate information, and he gives his own report. I actually like the idea. At first, I thought it was weird, but I actually like the idea. Anyway, anyway, uh, so so uh, we had students today that came on or whatever. Here's the deal. I am, and I don't know if you guys were aware of this. And maybe y'all can help me out, help me with this one. And Tanya, you could you could tune in, give me your chime in as well, and y'all can give me y'all y'all piece of advice on this as well. How do y'all feel about so CPS? CPS made up their mind. CPS made up their mind that this year they are not uh, they are not going to have anybody repeat a grade this year. So that's two years in a row, the, the 19 and 20 school year, and now the 2021 school year. Even if you failed all of your classes, no, last year they called it do no harm. That's what they called it last year, do no harm. This year, even though there was a more of lesson plans put together, there was a more, uh, there was a more, uh, 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 a better working uh, plan in place. Lesson plans were better prepared, uh, even though still digital in most cases. People still, whatever, students are not being asked to repeat classes when they did absolutely nothing. I find it, I don't know, for me, I'm, I'm not, again, I don't believe in punishing a kid for something that they could not control. Here is my deal. How is it helping a child I know I got some teachers out here. I know I got administrators out here. I know I have people who've worked in, uh, who've worked in, in, in the school system and, and all of those things. I, I, I'm aware of all of that. Uh, my question, my question, my question to you all is this. Uh, how or why is it okay to allow a kid who's done nothing what good does it do the kid is the question, I guess. What good does it do the child to pass him to the next grade when he has not shown under any circumstance throughout the entire year that he can do the work? Or we just, or was it just because, because there were kids who did show they could do the work. But if you have a kid who did nothing, who did absolutely nothing, Help me, my brothers and my sisters, 
Help me understand how, in Jesus' name, do you justify passing a child just to be passing a child? Anybody? I was just going to say this. Come on. Um, do no harm was because oh, everybody. Go ahead. Okay, so do no harm was in place last, last year. year. Yes. Because, you know, kids went out in in March and mm-hmm. everything else like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, we de- we definitely... Um, they were old that <laughs> you know at this you know at that point. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, th- this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'm gonna go with the school that you work at. Okay. <laughs> I said it correctly. <laughs> like I you threw that out there, but go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Um, it, that school is exploratory learning, yes. so everything is hands on. This, that is something that is definitely meant for that school is definitely meant for some kids who cannot sit still and you put these kids behind a computer mm-hmm. and they could not do the expeditionary learning that they're used to mm-hmm. and everything because some kids can definitely show you by what they do mm-hmm. and everything else like that mm-hmm. now before you add the facet of what if a kid asks to be held back <laughs> wait to, you <laughs> I say, I say, keep, I say, I say, pass them because guess what? Mm-hmm. Already, um, already, all the harm or all the um, the lack of has already happened and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. At, you know, at third grade, this is when they build the um, the prison systems and everything else like that. They base it off the third grade test scores. Mm-hmm. So, so like you know, not to say what does it matter about fifth? What does it matter about sixth and everything else like that? Mm-hmm. You cannot do any like you know some of these kids are preparing for seventh grade mm-hmm. to go to make sure they're ready for freshman year mm-hmm. of their high school and everything else like that. So as what they would call it, and I'm going to tear up this word: extenuating circumstances, a situation or condition that provides an excuse for an action. So that googling. No. Oh, come on. But that is what happened. Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Big word alert. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what happened. Uh-huh. And I think they should be passed and everything oh. else like that. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not arguing does, with you. It, I just it, want it, to get it, your opinion. It really doesn't. Um, I it used to call it, I used to call it, you know, like, you know I, I pray for these kids. I used to call it a switch. You know, like, you know. Sometimes you get it like right after your birthday, everything starts to add up a little bit more and a little bit more. I promise you mm-hmm. for my kids, it felt like as soon as the age, the turning, the turning of age six, I promise you, like, you know, Taylor will learn a little bit more. And I'm looking like, you like just two seconds ago, you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. But, but once that birthday hit, you got everything. And so I pray that these kids get the extra help that is needed and they, and, and, and you know, and and please let them pass and everything else like that because they they have grown to know the the kids that they are with mm-hmm. and everything else like that. There's nothing more detrimental than being left behind. Mm-hmm. It is best to leave them behind between K and third than to start leaving them behind at fourth and then you know and uh, and well eighth eighth. I just you know that's just cruel and everything else like that. When you got kids that are almost old enough to drive out of eighth grade, that's a problem. Okay. 
I I I I was told in a meeting. I was told in a meeting that the they say if you're going to do it at all, it should be in third grade, between third and fourth grade, not middle school. So if you're going to hold them back, hold them back in fourth grade and not middle school. That's what the that's the what the that's that's the that's the criteria. That's less harmful if you do it early there versus waiting until fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So I, I I get that message. I guess putting the child ahead and they can't do the work does that. And I know because the extenuating circumstances. You said it right, by the way. The extenuating circumstances. But I guess my question is: Are schools like a um, a Saint Ignatius or a very another very good high school? One. Don't use Saint Ignatius. Okay, so use, another use 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 a school that ain't paying no money. Okay, because right. They're gonna they're gonna pass you at twenty G's. You passing you you passing everybody. I, I guess mm-hmm. a, a, a Whitney Young. I'll use Whitney Young or Lane Tech. Well, Whitney Young or Lane Tech. Are they gonna look at your eighth grade to seventh grade year to say, oh, that was a pandemic, so you can we'll let you in? They're gonna they're gonna I think they're gonna readjust their rubric to make sure for this year. Y- yeah, I, I okay. just you know. There have been no standardized tests. You guys did one test that, that, you know, it looked like it was eight questions. That was it, and that was all. <laughs> and everything else like that. You, no one did for two years straight. Mm-hmm. No test. No, no test. No standardized tests have been issued. No, we took tests in 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 nineteen twenty. We had taken some tests in nineteen twenty. We it was there was another one to come, but we took tests in nineteen twenty. Right. But I hear you. I hear you. I'm just curious. I just think it's. I don't know. It, it just seems like they're going to be at a disadvantage. I wonder, like, so when school starts next they're year, at a disadvantage. I wonder. My question is this: When school starts next, I would love to talk to an administrator in a non in a, in a Chicago public school system. When school starts next year, are are the teachers are the lesson plans going to be set to say we're going to have an influx of kids? who really didn't have a solid eighth grade year. So our freshman classes, unless they have grades that are, unless the grades say, you know, they are, you know, they were already A students when we got them versus, you know, do we have to set our freshman lesson plans backwards some to I catch say, kids up? I say Because there is no summer school. I say you said, I said, well, no. Your school doesn't have summer school. I thought a lot of schools weren't doing summer school. But no, what they did was they're not having summer school, uh-huh. but they all falling into y'all plan of coming back the second week of August. So that is <laughs> so in that second week of August to the point of September uh, September sixth of Labor Day, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna play every like you know you saw it on the wire. They they're gonna play every point of all the catch, games. Uh, catch up uh, catch up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna do. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna do a short summary of what you should have could have learned mm-hmm. in that short time, and they're gonna they're gonna crunch time that into the six weeks before Labor Day of these kids learning this material. Mm. That's what I see coming. But to hold a kid back, like you know, like I said, you 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 got you got you got you got a thirteen year old in sixth grade. Like, are you serious right now? Socially, socially they not they not socially they, you know they. They think of those kids as babies and everything, and and, and they want to and they want to be with their peers, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so like you know so so we are hurting we are hurting them either either way. But how can we catch up? Well, especially when the school like the one you work at 
is about hands on and everything else like that. Some you you guys talk about diverse learners. All mm-hmm. schools talk about diverse learners. Some of these kids were not meant to be behind a computer. Okay. You found out some of the kids that y'all did put behind a computer ex- excel well. They did very, oh, very well. Oh, the introverts well. left them alone. Yeah, like, right. you know, like I said, it was, it, <laughs> it was an introvert's year oh, and yeah. everything else like that. So you can, I, I would say, do not hold a kid a kid back because of what happened and everything. This is a, this was a, um, in insurance terms, an act of God. Mm-hmm. And everything. So Felicia said, didn't they just elect the interim CEO? Yeah, they did. CPS uh, did bring in uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot named a new interim CEO, interim, uh, for Chicago Public Schools while the search continues for a permanent replacement for Dr. Janice Jackson. Uh, It says Lightfoot tapped a former regional superintendent who had to be coaxed out of retirement. Uh, She introduced Dr. Jose Torres Monday uh, as her pick uh, to temporarily lead the Chicago Public uh, schools, but she said he is not interested in being a candidate for the job on a permanent basis. So um, it says, uh, I'm here to serve. I'm not building my resume. He says, I'm actually was sitting on the point. He says, I was, I was sitting on the palm tree yesterday in front of the ocean. Torres said, wow. Torres has been contacted about the job two days after he retired as president of Illinois Math and Science Academy. He had previously served as superintendent of the Elgin uh, District U46 and had been a regional CPS superintendent. Uh, his stellar track record and career and living experience make him a great fit for this role. Life was said the search for a permanent replacement for Jackson continues, and she hopes to have nominations from a search team by the end of July. Mm. So there you go. Uh, Felicia says some adults ain't good behind the computer. I know that's right. Well, we, yeah, we got we, we got that, and they, and they take the funk, and we, and, and we they know they're up, right. And they mess up some things. Like Lord, do I know some adults are not good behind the computer? Yeah, they, that's been shown. That's been shown that they struggle. The struggle is real. Uh, the struggle is real. But, but I mean, like you know, you I know you think in terms of holding a child back and everything, and that goes with the whole like you no know, no child left behind and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. But guess what? In America, we are so behind. Like it, I don't want to. We, we already behind. I don't want to hold kids back. And just to remind everybody, at the top of the hour, in about seven minutes, uh, we're going to do a ticket giveaway. In about seven minutes, uh, we're doing a ticket. We're giving away four a four pack a four-pack of general admission tickets uh, to the All Men Lifted concerts for in about six minutes. In about six minutes, be ready, be ready, be ready. Uh, in about six minutes. So y'all might want to tell, share this, share this, share this, share this, share this. Uh, let people know we're giving away a six-pack. Uh, and let me say this. I don't think, I'm not saying if a kid failed because he couldn't do the work, that he should be held back because he struggled or he just was missing stuff. I'm I'm thinking strictly along the lines of what's the, what's the criteria of holding a child back a for you? in this situation? I'm talking strictly in this okay. situation. Let, let me know. A kid who had who could do the work, we know they could do the work, right? The mm-hmm. history shows that they're capable of doing the work. Well, come on. But they took advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that they were at home with little to no supervision. Mm-hmm. and turned in nothing, and then maybe they were smart enough to recognize, oh, they ain't holding nobody back, so it don't even matter. So we, so, so I see one circumstance, but you also, you, but you also saying, like, you know, they, maybe they were smart enough to, you know, to say, like, they ain't holding nobody back. I, I, the, the, same, the same child 
I know who you're talking about. The same child that said to me that, that said, I don't think I'm ready to go to the next grade. The same child that said that to me also said earlier in the year, y'all passing everybody. We really ain't got to do nothing. I mean, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. First of all, that's smart I'll, on his part. But I'll use me as an example. You, you, I, you. So, I'll tell too much of my business, but here it is. Uh, went to, what's that called? Resurrection. Okay. And I had to be the dumbest little kid in the world. I'm going to put that out there. Because how do you get left? No, I'm so serious. I'm I'm serious. Be quiet. How do you get left back in kindergarten? Almost left back. My mom snatched me clean out. Is it kindergarten or first grade? She snatched me clean up out of resurrection and everything and put me at Oscar the Priest, where they said she doesn't need to be in second grade. She needs to double up. Mm. So either 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 I'm not a genius or I am a genius. Mm-hmm. And so you know you know is it the circle is it is it because of the, was it the school mm-hmm. or was it me and everything else like that? I like I said I pray that these kids are 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 learning. I pray I pray that they do better. Like you know like you know like how you were talking about one kid who who couldn't write his name. Right. And I was looking like I got I I was a I was a witness to one kid who couldn't. A girl who couldn't write her name, mm-hmm. but she's a genius. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, like you know, so don't be so quick to say like you know, like you know, smart, smart, smart. No, no, <laughs> I get that. I, I'm, but again, but right? Let let them go. So just let it pass them on. Let let them go. Just, you you may be you may be thoroughly surprised later on in life. I would be thoroughly surprised. I will be. I really would be. I'd be happily. I'd be. I'd be thoroughly pleased if some of these kids I know that struggled and you know technically wouldn't have graduated and, and think about it you i mean like you know i mean like like don't start i think i have a problem with with um don't start now because um it's a it's a couple of people y'all didn't let slip and slide up out of here well so, no. i am but i am of and the, it was no uh, i'm of the mindset outside of the pandemic that yes you yes. should be whole yes oh well you already know how i felt about yes. that Absolutely. Like, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, uh, you you can go to now. If we were doing it back in the day and everything else like that, I definitely understand. But if you were not, if you were not doing it back in the day, le- you know, let it leak. I'm with you. No, you get, you get, you get, you get no argument out of me. Alicia uh, no, said, seems like nobody wants a job. <laughs> and in the words of science and everything else like that, they don't want that job. That's too political. The, the, oh, um, the school job? Yeah. Don't nobody want to be bothered with the teachers union. They either come with the voice. They they are strike because they didn't get a pencil last I, week. I think I, honestly, I don't know. It's almost like you wish you brought you could bring somebody in with no, with no, and it's like I, I'd rather just see somebody who knew nothing about the situation, but just knew how to run. Yeah, who, who just knew how who could lead somebody who was just a leader, who you could bring in and say, you know what, we just ain't doing that. Y'all got that now. Y'all don't like the man. Who is that? Brown. No, I'm not a fan. We, and he's not a yeah, no. Chicago, well, Illinois no, always I, has a tendency to not like anybody when it's brought, you know, brought from the outside. Only reason and that, then, and you know, your, your and uncle and people, I had a good conversation about that. Dude was not, he, the only reason he got the job was because of how he handled the, the sniper in Texas. And then after the fact, we found out a whole lot of, he, you know, he, he wasn't that great in Texas. So, that that's how he got the job here. What? Oh 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not. I just, I just thought that again. Me again. This is just me thinking because I didn't think old girl did a bad job, Janice Jackson. I like the way that she stood up to the teachers' union. They needed somebody to stand up to them because they like to bully people. Like, oh, oh, we can't have that. Don't. We ain't going to work tomorrow. Like what? She said, "Where's Joe Clark when you need?" I know that's right. Joe will be in jail today, though. They can't. <laughs> Joe will be under the jail today. Let me have it for about a month. <laughs> what you trying to say? What you gonna say now? What you gonna say? Always say get your own school. What you you can govern it the way you need to. Govern yourselves accordingly. <laughs> I'm just trying to help the people. All right, it is. It is. Eight o'clock. It is eight o'clock. At least that's what my watch says. That's what the computer say, and that's what my phone say. Eight o'clock. All right, that's what we do. We doing a call or the email time. Which one? Call. Call. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. Uh, we're doing the the um, that caller. Which one are we doing? That that caller. Yeah, that one. <laughs> wow. Use your words, Dana. Because I was trying not to say uh, it on oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, okay. We're Even doing... they probably could see my hands. Okay. Right. That's what I'm looking like. I think they was over there out the way though. I don't think okay. they could. Nope. They couldn't see my okay, hands. They, they couldn't right. see my hands. See that? Uh, uh, Hold them back up <laughs> over where you had them. You heard me. What you had them up here, they was. They didn't see that because I saw it on the screen. They didn't see it. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so look, we are giving away Donna. What you doing uh, Saturday? You want to come to Chicago for hang out for a concert? Uh, <laughs> but here's the deal: eight o'clock, top of the hour. We are giving away a four pack of tickets for what? The All Men Lifted concert. We're giving away a concert four pack of tickets. A four pack of tickets for the concert this. Saturday at 4 p.m. at the Country Club Hills Theater featuring Lanasia Tyson, uh, Lisa McClendon, DJ Debo, hosted by DJ Cool Out. It is a Unlimited Faith and TTLO Radio production. So we will give away a four-pack. This is what I need. I need the uh, uh, I see Dorothy's comment. I'll come back to that. I need the 10th caller. The 10th caller, the 10th caller. Let me give you the phone number. I'm going to put it up on the screen, but for those listening on Blog Talk Radio, let me give you if the number. you know it, that, that's even better. Right. 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. I need the 10th caller. We'll win a four-pack of tickets to the All Men Lifted concert featuring Lanasia Tyson, Lisa McClendon, DJ Debo, DJ Cool Out, and other guests and surprises. It's going to be a great, great concert this Saturday. Uh, doors open at 3. Concert starts at uh, the 10th call of starting right now. Starting right now, 10th call at 323-870-4375. 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. You will win a four-pack of tickets, a four-pack. That means you can invite your, 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 your daddy, your stepdaddy, your granddaddy, your uncle, your baby daddy. You can invite everybody. All of them can come out at the same time. can all ride together. Huh? Two daddies and a stepdaddy. Two daddies and a step. That's a movie. Two daddies and a stepdaddy. That's two men. <laughs> this is three men and a baby. That's the black version. Oh, okay. Two daddies and a stepdaddy. <laughs> That's the BET version. That's a Tyler Perry production. <laughs> She said, wish I could be there. I'm in sunny Pensacola, Florida, eating alligator bites. What? <laughs> so, anyway, 
Anyway, the tenth caller, the tenth caller, call in now. Three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is the call in number. You can call in, call in right now. Again, three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is the call. Let me make sure the call in number is working because this thing says something different. I hope it's because of the way I had that thing set up the first time. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Three two three eight seven zero four three seven five. That's correct. No, I'm just making sure the, the number works. Oh. Because, you know, the thing, I, because of the time we had it set for, oh. I want to make sure that we can still get called through. Oh. Let me see. Let me find out in a minute. Uh, but anyway, 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. 323-870-4375 is the call Okay, yeah, it did go through. Cool. Got it, got it. All right, cool. So that's all you got to do. Do that, do that, do that. Again, 323-870-4375 is the call in number. Let me read Dorothy's comment. Let me read Dorothy's comment. Dorothy says, I'm not a teacher, but I get what Tanya is saying. Due to this pandemic, it's sad that it has to go this way. Pray that it does not hurt the students later. Yeah, yeah. I agree, Dorothy. I agree. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to punish kids. I, I'm saying that, you know, I, I just think that there has to be uh, and, and at the same time, I think the, 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 uh, the parents have to be held accountable, too. The parents have to be held accountable, too, you know, because, you know, for parents to completely like and my, and my issue comes from these emails. We closed our grade book last week, Tanya, last week, Friday, not this past Friday, the Friday before last. We closed the grade book. We told the kids. We sent emails. They sent out newsletters. They sent out everything. Why, when the report cards came out, we started getting missing work? Can he still turn this in? Can he still turn this in? That's from parents. Can he still turn this in? It's like, no, the grade book is closed. The report card is done. No, you can't turn this in. We had kids turn in, try to turn in work last night because it was time for the student-led conference. They turned in work last night, early this morning, 6.17 this morning. Somebody's still turning in work. It's like, where have you been? My mama told me to do this. I told him. Where was your mama at six weeks ago? Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> That's Look, how about this? What no, he can't turn it in. Just like, how about you turning them, um, them $300 Jordans you bought him and everything else? We've had parents. I've had we got parents. We same refund policy and everything. No. I've had parents, and I've been in a conference with a parent where the parent says, I give you, I give you everything, and this is what you give me in return. And all I wanted to say was, maybe you should stop giving everything her everything right to, to felicia thank you that's all i'm saying the parents like i like i i need i need i need and, and it's and, a trickle down effect like i know how you were talking about you know like you know holding back mm-hmm. but like you know say say if every school or no okay say if your school held back 10 mm. you know held back you know 10 you know, but you already You're got. saying in spite of the pandemic or like, take, are you talking about not, the not if it wasn't a pandemic year and they held back 10 kids? I'm just saying. Period. Um, period. Okay. Like, period. Like right now. See, like, I like, think holding back it. 10 kids outside of pandemic, Wait. I think it helps your school, but go ahead. No, I don't. I'm, I'm going to tell you why, but go ahead. Because your, 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 your rating drops. So, but then, because this is what we face. 
So the pride of the school is 25 in the classroom, but you did held back 10. So now your fifth grade that's already full now has over 10 kids because they are now the new sixth graders. So what you do is is what you create is um, traffic. You, cre- you create uh, a bigger classroom that did not have to be and everything else like that. So then some people already – and it has happened where, where where the system has looked at, like, well, do they really need to be here? Now, if they do a little bit more work, we just go ahead and put them in the eighth grade and everything else like that. Like, you know, because now that the now classes are crowded, now you are over the capacity of the number of kids you said were in the building. And that's a bigger deal, you know, in itself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, so it's always a trickle down effect. See, look at what you're doing, you know, be, you know before it's done. Mm-hmm. So where a fifth grade class is only supposed to be 50, now you got 60. And then the fourth grade class that's coming in, the fourth grade that's coming in that's already, um, I would say, like under, you know, under is a 30, uh, a 30 capacity, mm-hmm. has 30, where they're missing 20 more students and everything else like that. Like, you know, I think personally, like, you know, personally, you, you say you get it. I, I just say at the end, it's causing, it's, it, like I said, it costs more harm than good. Okay. And it so should go. here's my thought of why I say I think it helps your school as far as reputation-wise. Because you set a standard where you say, we're not going to allow you to skate by. We're not going to be that place. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the companies that have great customer service. Like, like I'll give you a very good example. When you take a a Nordstrom versus a Macy's, whereas whereas they're they're supposed to be on the same level, they're supposed to be on the same level, or it used to be Lauren Taylor, but Lauren Taylor's gone now, I believe. But Nordstrom's or Neiman Marcus, any of those stores on the same level, right? They have a deal about about their customer service. Like we're not going to we're going to always have this level of customer service we're always going to have there are no exceptions to this and the reason i say that is from a school standpoint if i say hey we're holding you to a standard at this school the students and the parents now you can turn around and people will say at this school they don't play those games they don't play those games with our uh uh, passing kids along just to pass them along and, 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 and so two people are going to be held accountable. If your child is held back, it won't be because the school didn't try. It's going to be because the child didn't, wasn't able to do it, and you as a parent were not there as well. So it's holding both people accountable. So now you can go and you'll get what – you'll also get a, a, another level. Come on now, Felicia, and I don't even eat there, but Chick-fil-A, great customer service. I, one, one of the things is – you also now you're getting you're going to get a higher level of teacher. You're going to get a better. You're going to get a higher caliber of teacher to come, and you're also going to get a higher caliber as a student because once the word gets out that they're teaching on this, like I'll give you a good example. There are some teachers that I work with who are amazing teachers, right? I just I'll say some names because I can. I don't care. Uh, for ELA or or English language arts, uh, Miss Sason and Miss Thomas, brilliant writers brilliant writers. I like good writing. They are brilliant writers. They teach the way they teach English, the way they compose their, the work. They're almost doing it college style, right? They're almost teaching them on like college style level. They like, they, they, they make, they're making them do the research, right? 
So that, that, that's a great thing. You could get that level and you can, you can recruit more people because one, one of the things that I know, and maybe it's just me, teachers want to teach kids that want to learn. Teachers want to teach kids that want, even, t- even the kids that can't learn, but they want to, teachers want to teach them. Teachers want to teach kids whose parents say, hey, I want to be involved. I want to make, what do I need to do? How can I help my child? What do you need me to do in this process? I'm dropped, I don't want to be the parent that just drops my kid off at the front door. I want to be the parent to say, hey, I did everything I could besides buying Jordans and Playstations and Xboxes. I did everything I could to make sure that this kid had everything he or she needed to be successful. And if uh, I think a teacher would appreciate uh, especially now, the one thing this pandemic did for us is it put everybody, we talked about this, whether it's school, churches, whatever, it put everybody on an equal playing field. It put everybody as far as you know where your, uh, you know where your, your, your work is. Like for me, one of our biggest pet peeves, me and my classroom partner, one of our biggest pet peeves were you now have access to all of your children's work. You, you don't have to ask your child if he did his homework. Like right now, our our students right now, not one parent at the school that I work at has to ask their child if they did their homework. You know, that was a big question for us when we came home from school. You do your homework? Did you have any homework? Were were those not the main questions? Did you have some homework? Where's your book bag? Did you have homework? That was always the question. Now, because of the technology, every Friday at 4 o'clock, your parents can log into the system and see what you did for the week and say, hey, you're missing assignments from Tuesday, Wednesday. What did you do? Where's the assignment? Where is the assignment? And so before they get three, four, five weeks behind, you can catch them when they're a day behind or two days behind. So now at least you're there, power school. See, my son had power school at Proviso. I forget which one it was, but one of the proviso schools. What's the hillside one, whichever one that is. Uh, but he had power school. We have something called Alma. Same difference. Jalen had power school. Jalen had power school too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's an amazing tool. So that it, what it does is it takes all of the guesswork out for the parent. Now if I'm the parent and I, if I look in this grade and I see that my child is struggling, now I can say, hey, you know, I looked in this thing. And I see he keep getting D's. It's like, do we, do we need to get him a tutor? Like, what's the, like, because, you know, the, the, the power, the, the, the computer is only going to give me raw data. It's not going to put it in context, right? If, I, if it says Tanya got a two, okay, did Tanya get the two because she didn't know what she was doing? Or did Tanya get the two because she turned the work in late? Or did Tanya get the two because she, she turned in incomplete work? So, see, I'm not going to know it all until I actually dig in and say, hey, let me, let, let me see what's what. Uh, Felicia said, you know when the income tax refund came in, same thing. <laughs> right. Just like you checking out our website. But, so what are you saying at the end of it? What are you saying? You, do you think, do you believe, or you, do you not believe? Because do I believe what? That a kid's supposed to be held back. Or, you know, what is your, what is your stance? In my, because in it, this pandemic. Like said, it's still a trickle down effect. It went to the parent as well. What's going on with the parent? In this pandemic, I, I'm not going, I'm not going to be all for it. But I think take away the pandemic, like you said, the, the years prior to, 
when I know kids walk past me that could not read right. past third grade level, right. absolutely they should they 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 shouldn't have walked past me. There was no reason. Like what was there? there There's was, no excuse. There, there was no excuse. So like you know, this year y- y'all everybody everybody for the take a L. Yes. And we gonna all pray for we gonna all pray for better days. <laughs> yes. And and it shows. It and it, I mean it shows. It it. Um, don't think it don't show. It shows freshmen when they become freshmen at high, in high school when they're not taking English class or they taking English class English class and mm-hmm. composition mm-hmm. to make up for all of the lost punctuation and grammar that, that they're missing and everything else. And if you don't think it doesn't make a difference in high school, it makes a difference in high school. It, High school when they go to college, when they taking freshman mm-hmm, seminar mm-hmm. and everything else, or they taking mm-hmm. an algebra class to get into uh, to get into algebra one hundred and one right. at the college level. So don't think like you know for those that are going to keep going on to higher education, don't think like you know they always got to take they always got to take one step back, you know, and you know because you know because they either got left behind. And like, you know, in a class, you know, and not learning the material. And it takes that child who says, you know what, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who says, like, you know what, I, I'm I'm not going to be the one to have to take composition. I want to be able to take English, you know, half English and then go into, you know, English 202 next year and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like that. It takes that, that kid that says, I've had enough. I'm tired of going, I, I'm tired of having to, um, to pull the string first to get started. Right. I want to be already started. Yes. So, like, you know, I like I pray for these kids. I pray for them to always, um, you know, to graduate high school. And I pray for them to go beyond and everything else like that. But, like, the, the real the real endeavor and everything to see is when, when they get tired of it. Like, you know what? I'm tired of always having to take one step back to go two steps forward. Mm-hmm. So that's just my take. I well, no, I, I agree with you. Felicia, to answer your question, no, that wasn't Obama. Obama signed the bill to end the No Child Left Behind Act. Uh, George Bush was the one who signed into law uh, in 2002 uh, the, the No Child Left Behind Act. And if you look at the actual uh, law, the, the law was good. The problem is they didn't fund it. Never put any, they never put any money behind it. So, uh, but no, that was Bush. Obama actually ended it when he got into office. But George Bush, uh, George Bush was the one that uh, um, uh, uh, signed that into law back in 2001. Uh, that was a George Bush, uh, baby Bush, as we call him, uh, uh, that one. He was the one who signed that act, George, uh, George Bush, because it's him. And if you look back at the day, if you go, if you, I'm sure if you Google it, uh, from what I can recall, it's George Bush sitting at a table, and they conveniently put a little black girl and a little black boy behind him while he was signing it. Right. No child left behind so uh but yeah that's that all right y'all look we're gonna take a break uh when we come back we're gonna jump into our conversation uh for tonight we're gonna jump into our conversation for tonight uh it's going to be good 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 uh conversation for tonight uh simply 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 entitled simply entitled uh six things to do when you worry too much about what other people say six things to do when you worry too much about what other people say. That's our topic of conversation for tonight. Look, in the meantime, let's do this. Let's have, let's have, let's have, let's have a little something. We're going to take a little break. Uh, when we return, we'll return. We'll jump right into our conversation. 
Uh, in the meantime, look, we will be celebrating Father's Day. I'm looking forward to this one, a uh, song simply called Like My Daddy uh, by my, my, my little sister, Lanasia Tyson. Be right back, y'all. Two T's, one L, one O, T, T, L, O, radio. Go. Have a strong heart and a strong mind. Lots of wisdom and you'll share it all. You're full of love, joy, and peace. The characteristics that feel the happy family. When you give, you give your all. You have my back whenever I fall. When I pray on my knees, I thank the Lord to you and say that I want to be Tyrone is a really good guy, and uh, it's always cool when you have uh, those those good father-daughter relationships, and uh, yeah, so it's cool that, that she she actually wrote this song as, <clears throat> as a tribute to her to her dad. So if you get you get a chance, you can always Google a video, do a search for the video. So he's in the video with them. I think they're actually playing on the playground or something like that. It's actually kind of funny to watch. Uh, but uh, it's a really cool song. So anyway, uh, but we are back. We are back. Y'all can catch Lanasia 
uh, this Saturday, this Saturday uh, at the Country Club Hills Theater, along with Lisa McClendon, DJ Debo, DJ Cool Out, and others all will be there for the All Men Lifted concert, All Men Lifted concert. Don't nobody want these tickets, huh? I ain't, unless I miss something. Uh, huh? Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, don't, don't nobody want these tickets? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, okay, I'm, what time is it? It's, uh, it's 8.30. It's 8.30. Y'all act like y'all don't want them. Guess what? They're going back in the pile. They're going back in the pile. Uh, but we are going to keep going. So tonight, 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 we have this great topic uh, that we're going to get through tonight. It's going to be good. Um, six things to do when you worry too much, when you worry too much about what other people think. Six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. That's our topic uh, for conversation for tonight. Uh, I like this because it kind of puts you, I think at some point, at some point, it's easy to say you don't care about what other people think. It's, it's, that's, it's good to say. It sounds good. It sounds good. It really does. But if we're honest, if we're honest, at some point, we were all in that position uh, where, where we didn't want to uh, care about what other people think, but we end up doing it anyway, huh? So uh, let's 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 talk about that, and then we gonna move on. Let me fix these headphones so I can actually, uh, yeah. All right, there we go. Move that that way. So I put that on that side. All right. So uh, this is what the writer says. The writer of the article. First of all, let me get that part right. Let me get y'all. I like to get y'all the right information. The writer of the article is Scott Kadersha. Scott Kadersha is the writer. Uh, a little background on Scott. Scott Kadersha, a uh, follower of Jesus Christ, uh, daddy to four awesome boys. He's a married pastor. He's the pastor of the Watermark Community Church, uh, and he is a blogger and a writer, has been writing uh, uh, blogs on uh, on Christian uh, theology and Christian books for about 25 years. Uh, so this is a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good uh, article. Let's jump into it. This is what he says. He says, six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. He says, for as far back as I can recall or remember, he says, I've worried too much about what others think of me. Hmm. He says, sometimes when I walk into a room, I think all eyes look at me and all people think about me. <laughs> he says, I believe they judge uh, whatever I wear. He says, I, he says, I believe they judge what I wear. Uh, what I look like, and what kind of mood I'm in. This all comes before I even open my mouth. I worry too much about what others think of me. Let me pause for a moment. How many people feel that way, or you have felt that way at some point, that you walk in the room and you think, you think that everybody is looking at you? Now, sometimes that could be, there could be some truth to it. Sometimes it could be self-esteem issues. Sometimes it could be, you know, uh, maybe you've rubbed quite a few people the wrong way and you know the room you're entering is full of people that you've rubbed the wrong way. But either way, <laughs> the question is, the question comes out, uh, how do you feel? Have you ever felt this way before when you walk in the room and people are looking at you like, where did you come from? I think you're too quick to say self-esteem issues. You think I'm too quick to say self-esteem issues? Yes. I think you... Some people um, I, are, I, are, gave a, I, I was giving a bunch of examples. I, 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 it could be conceit, too. You can be conceited. Oh, that you think everybody's you, thinking about you. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't get to that you, one. Thank you. Yes. I don't think you was going to touch on it. I probably wouldn't. I didn't, I didn't go that far. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Some people are conceited. Mm-hmm. This is true. Some people walk in the room and think that they should be 
the center of attention when they walk in the room. Absolutely correct. The writer says this. He says, once my mouth opens, I shift gears to worrying about what I say. Will I say the right or wrong thing? And not only did I say the right things, but did I say them in the right way? Will I talk too much or too little? Then the comparison starts as I think everyone else says something better than me. I worry so much about what others think about me. The writer says this. He says, called me neurotic, uh, but many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. He says, no, I don't always live this way, and you don't always operate like this either. But way too often, you and I care too much about what others think. Let's jump into this. He says, a few years ago, uh, his friend Rob captured this struggle well in describing his sin patterns. He confessed he struggled with the sin of worshiping his reputation. Ooh. He struggled with the sin of worshiping his reputation. This is good. This is good. The writer says this. He says, earlier this week, I received an appropriate but critical comment on a blog post I wrote. Later that day, I was lovingly challenged a few times in a meeting for good reason. He says, um, I left work that day with my head low, sulking, strongly disliking myself and hating my reputation. And I cared too much about what others thought of me. So here we go. He says, I no longer want to worship my reputation. I no longer want to worship my reputation. He says this, when I think highly, I realize all that matters. I'm sorry, when I think rightly, I realize all that matters is what God says about me. As much as the applause of man and woman seem to matter, I find comfort when I remember verses like the following. Okay, here we go. Y'all ready for this? He says this. He says this. Psalm, Psalm, the 139th division of Psalm, verse 13 and 14, says it like this. He says this. He says, for it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. Romans 5 and 8. But God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were brought with a price. So glorify God with your body. Galatians 1 and 10. For I am now trying to persuade people of God, or I am striving to please, or am I striving to please people? If I was still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Huh? Come on now. Uh, Jehovah, what's going on, Jody? I'm assuming that's Jody. What's going on, Jody? Felicia says, I take the advice of my granddad that my granddad always told me, uh, what people think of you is not all good, but it ain't all bad either. Too much headspace to think about. (laughs) Okay, okay. I get that. I get that. I get that. Uh, The writer goes on to say this. He said, these verses remind me that I am made by God. He created me. He purchased me at a high price, the price of his son, and even in the midst of my rebellion and sin. And my aim in life is to worship God and not my reputation. He is pleased with me because of Jesus. So he says, when I left work, I got in my car and prayed. I recited scripture to myself and reminded myself of what's true and right. So he says, I write this post for a few reasons, but let's pause for a second. Here is the deal. Let me, let, me, let me talk about it from two points, from a spiritual point and from a secular point. 
when we're in the world, secular, secular, when we're in our when we're in the in our in our everyday ups and downs of our careers or whatever we do, even if you're not trying, you concerned about what other people think. When if you if you have a job, I was I have all you know, when I was in the corporate world, I was always in a competitive uh, uh, job. When I was in, uh, when I was working at Bank One, which is now, um, what's the name of the place now? Chase. Thank you. Uh, when I was working at Bank One, which is now Chase. When I was working at Comcast, which was Xfinity and all that good stuff, I was always in sales and marketing. But when you're in sales and marketing, it's always competitive, right? It's always competitive. You're always trying to be either not just the best in your group but you're trying to garner the attention of those who are above you because you always want to get, you want to be the best because there was always a financial gain from being the best at the end of the, at the end of the month, end of the quarter, there was a reward for being in the top sales group. There was a reward for hitting a certain number. Once you moved into management, when your department hit a certain number, you worried, you were concerned about what other people thought, right? That's the competitive side of uh, how you dressed. You know, for me, when I went to work every day in a professional environment, I cared, for one, I cared what I looked like, right? And so I cared how I showed up to work. I cared what I had on. I cared if my, if my, my, my hair was, uh, was, was right, if my beard and mustache was trimmed correctly, if my, all of those things, I cared. Not only because I cared how I looked to myself, but I wanted people, I wanted to reflect the look of a professional. I wanted to reflect the look of someone who, who, who cared about his or her job, who cared about how they approached their job. I never wanted it to be, uh, uh, and, and again, I never, I always, I was always taught this. When you leave the house, you represent your family. When you leave the house, you represent your family. So as a young man leaving the house, or even though I was not even living at home with my mother, I left, whatever time I left the house, wherever I was, even living on my own, I always said, if somebody saw me, oh, that's Cheryl's son. <laughs> that's Cheryl's son over there. Oh, that's Cheryl's son. That's, you know what I'm saying? That, that's her son. Right. So so I took that a step further because I never wanted to, you know, at least not in that way, bring any type of uh, uh, negativism onto <laughs> onto onto my people. So I cared about how I looked. I cared about my appearance at work. I cared about my performance, meaning I cared about it to the point where I wanted a good review. Good review came. Good reviews follow good money. So so that's what I cared about now. Fast forward that to from secular to uh, 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 to spiritual. The human side of us, those of us who are men, who are ministers and teachers and preachers, we want our we we want our sermons early on. We want to have. I, I don't and I, I can't speak for no other preacher, but I I would I would say I'm about I'm ninety percent sure that most preachers early on in their lives in their preaching lives. Wanted to, you know, I don't know a preacher early on in his, in his life don't want folk to get happy or get their shout or praise on while they preach. I, I just, I, because you, 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 you look for early on, we're looking for uh, a sign of, 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 
You're paying attention to me, right? We're looking for a sign of I said something that mattered to you, right? So we start caring to a point now. Now, where it gets you in trouble is I start catering my messages for shouts. Hmm, I wish I had little. When I start trying to cater my messages uh, 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 for, for applause, you shaking your head over there. Okay, when I start trying to cater my messages for for applause or I'm catering my messages uh, to get likes on Facebook or I'm catering my messages because I think uh, I think that young people might like this if I just if I throw these names in the sermon, you know, if I, you know, if I'm preaching about something and I, I just out the blue throw in Lil' Kim or Beyonce, it might make me popular with young folks. That's, but but. Again, that's me not being concerned about where you are spiritually. That's me trying to make sure I sound relevant to you. That's where we get ourselves in trouble. When you care to the point where you start flipping around and, 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 and trying to uh, 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 ma- manipulate the situation to make yourself relevant or manipulate situations because you're afraid of what people look at when they see you or what they see when they see you. So we have to be, we have to be so careful, have to be so careful that we're not um, overextending ourselves and pushing ourselves into an area that we really don't know what we're doing. But I'm concerned what you think about me. So I'm going to keep doing this anyway. I'm concerned what you might say, or I'm concerned what they might say. And then even for, I know uh, when you have mentors, you, you, you care about what your mentors, now the people who, who are your, you care about what your mentors think, but let me make sure I'm clear. I care about what they think to a point where if these are the people who, who are grooming you, who have tried to teach you, then of course, you're walking around as though you came from underneath them. You're a son of, of, of underneath their teaching. Then you don't want, you always want to make sure that you're not, that, you know, that, that, that's another level. That's another layer that you're carrying. So when you care, are you seeking approval? Sometimes you are. I think, I think you have to be careful the level of approval you're seeking. And then, and and for the person who cares about what other people are thinking about mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. is this in terms of, like, do they like me? Because everybody's not meant, as y'all always say, everybody's not meant to like you. And Absolutely not. Like that. Right. So why, so I think why, some people, like, why keep changing? Say that again? Why keep changing? I think when people don't have an identity, that's what they do. Or, a lot of... Or, lot. Well, those who are conceited have an identity in it, like, you know, and they... And they, and they and they revel in the fact like I'm gonna be me, and you go, and you ain't gonna like it, and I'm still gonna keep on being me. But 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 they're not trying to please anybody though, either. Conceited, the the confident people, because we and I know we had this conversation, confident versus conceited, because uh, there's a thin line between confidence and conceit, or confidence and arrogance. Confident people are confident in their in their skill set, or or whatever it is they're in whatever it is they're doing. They're not really concerned about the thoughts of others as far as what they think about me. Con- uh, uh, conceited means conceited. Watch conceited is this: I know you watching me, and I don't care. You know, or or I or I, I know you see me, and I don't care. And guess what? Even if you smarter than me, I don't care. <laughs> 
even if you do this better than me, I don't care. And, that, and, and, and again, I think the level of approval, we always want the approval. Like at some point, even as children, we seek the approval of our parents. We seek the approval of our teachers. Like, hey, I did this. Where my, you know, where's my gold star for my paper? I didn't get a smiley face. I didn't get a sticker. Right? That was a big deal, stickers. <laughs> I, I didn't get a sticker on my paper. Or, you know, we ain't got to go back to stickers. I got 100. Why do I have this 95? <laughs> so it's always about recognition. It's, it depends. But, yes, it could be, we could, you could care too much about the recognition. Okay. And, 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 and that's, where we, that's where we get ourselves in trouble. And that's it. And that's it in both spiritual and the secular world. We can care too much. So let me, let, let's, let's keep going. That's a good question. I like that. That's a good question. So the writer says this. He says, I write this post for a few reasons. He says, first, I just want to confess that sometimes I worry way too much what you think of me. He says, I don't want to live in fear of you. Second, if you, like me, worship your reputation, I want you to know a few ways to deal with this sin struggle. So here we go. Six steps to take when you worry too much about what others think. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Six steps to take when you worry too much about what others think. The first one is pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, church. He says, ask for help. James 1 and 5 says, now if any of you lacks wisdom, He should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given unto him. Got it? God wants to help you in the struggle. Don't box him out. Ask for help. So here's the deal. You got to always, prayer prayer just simply means talking to God. It just simply means talking to God. I'm going to talk to God, and I'm going to have a conversation with him because I am confused about this situation. So let me go to the one who is not confused. Let me go to the author and finisher. Let me go to the beginning and the end. Let me go somewhere where I can get information that's going to help me out of this confusing period. Ask God for clarity on why you seek the approval of other people. Some, people can't, some people's lives are so uh, caught up in the approval of other people. Like they cannot go forward in anything because, they don't, because they're so afraid of disappointing people. I like this though. Ask for wisdom. Go to God. Ask in prayer. Go to God. Ask in wisdom. Ask him to show you. Uh, 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 to show you where 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 you are, to give him, to ask him, like to reveal to reveal the 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 the, the truth to you. That was number one. That was number one. That was number one. I don't. Were you able to get these or no? I could use them. Oh, I, I don't have the screen up. I was just asking. I just okay. decided to ask because I got the chat up over here. I guess I don't know. I got the chat up over here. and I don't have it up on this side instead. That's slow. But anyway, chat there and have I had chat both. I don't know why. But anyway, let's go. Remind yourself. Number two. Number two. Remind yourself of truth. Uh-oh, this is good. Remind yourself of truth. The writer says this. He says, I'm so thankful God's word is so readily available to us. He says, we can read a Bible. We can open up an app on our phone. We can memorize scripture. We can listen to sermons uh, and so much more. He says, when I struggle in this area, I turn to God's word. I soak in truth from him rather than lies the world tells me and the lies I tell myself. Uh-oh. I, 
it's 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 overly important that if you're not honest with nobody, you're honest with yourself. Overly important. I can't express how important that is. If you can't if you can't uh, 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 be honest with yourself, why would you expect other people to want to be honest with you? If you can't tell yourself that I need to stop thinking this way, that I need to stop acting this way, that I need to stop performing this way, if you can't say those things to yourself, then why? Why then would you – two things. Why do you think somebody else is going to be honest with you? And then what makes you think you can turn around and help somebody else? You know why drug abuse counselors or the ones who run the, uh, the rehabs in the churches and places like that, you know why they're so uh, good at what they do? Because they come from a place of being where you already have been. A lot of those, these, these people who run these, uh, uh, a lot of these uh, people who run these uh, substance abuse ministries in, in, in churches, a lot of these people, these, uh, uh, the, 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 the AA meetings or whatever, a lot of them, the person who is, a lot of these people have been there. They've either been there from their own experience or they've had to deal with it from family members or siblings or something. So they have firsthand knowledge. It's it, nobody wants to, you know, it, it, it's nobody can look if you are a former drug, if you were a, a former drug addict who were, who was able to, 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 to survive that lifestyle. And now when you go into a meeting and you stand at a meeting and you lead a meeting and you're saying, hey, it's OK to open up and be honest, you can say, hey, you know what? I, that, that, it's like, you know, I know it's like to have that lean on the corner. I know what it's like to have that smooth criminal <laughs> on the corner, right? Or even if you were a, a a a a dude who was a womanizer or a woman who was you know out there in the street, where like like I, I know what it's like. Who do you think they're gonna listen to? The prude in the church saying you shouldn't wear your skirt that low, uh, that short. Uh, you shouldn't wear your pants that tight. Or they gonna listen to the lady who was out there, who was out there bad and survived and say, look, let me tell you what happened while I was out there. I ain't saying it's gonna happen to you, but let me tell you what you should probably avoid. Those are the things. Those are the things that get you that people will listen to you. You, it's it's more authentic coming from a place where here's the deal. If you ain't never been Pope, this is why people always, I, I remember in, in politics, somebody asked this question. You remember when Obama and Hillary were running at the same time for president? And, and somebody made the comment, they said, they asked the gallon of milk, it was called the gallon of milk question. It was called the gallon of milk question. And they asked if, I think by this time it was Obama and Romney. And they asked how much a gallon of milk costs. And the, and the, 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 the illustration or the analogy was uh, when you ain't struggling from dollar to dollar, <laughs> you don't worry about the cost of the gallon of milk. Whereas when your money is tight, if Jewel got the milk for $3.59 a gallon and Aldi got it for $3.29 a gallon, where you going? Aldi. 329. 
because every dime matters. So you want to hear from somebody who struggled. You want to hear from somebody who came from something. Donald Trump, even though all these poor, uneducated white folks voted for him, he never knew what it was like to struggle. But y'all said he was the poor man's president. I don't know how y'all figured that. Y'all said he was he was the common man's president. How so, Sway? How, Sway? How was he, he what? Never had to work for a dime. Daddy gave him a million dollars when he graduated from college. Here, go store, here, go, go start a business. Million dollars. Let me ask this question. How many of y'all black folks, million dollars out the gate? Bankrupt, I don't know how many times. <coughs> how many times? Come on now. At some point, at some point there has to be there has to be a, 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 a switch that comes on because you want the truth from people who, who have either been there, who've been down the road. All right. That was number two. Remind yourself of the truth. Remind yourself of the truth. Number three, number three, again, we're talking about six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. Six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. Number three, confess to others. Uh-oh, this is always tricky. Confess to others. The writer says this. He says, when I struggle with this, I invite others into my dysfunction. <laughs> he says, I share with my wife and my friends. I bring my issues into the light instead of isolating and hiding them in the dark. He says, be specific. Speak it out loud and don't wait too long to share. Sometimes even saying it out loud helps me realize the insanity of my thoughts. Let me be very, very clear. That ain't for everybody. Let me be very, very clear. Because, you know, the Bible tells us confess our sins one to another. First of all, don't tell your business to everybody. Can I, I wish I had some help. You can't go and tell, you know, you get to church and you sit down on the row and the lady, and the lady sitting next to you say, you know, I just want to tell you. <laughs> Could you imagine you sit down in church Tanya, and the lady comes sitting next to you and say, girl, I just want to tell you. Oh, Lord, I just want to tell you right now, boy, you know, my husband just ain't doing it for me, but the man next door is laying it down like you never would believe. Give her a couple of half hours. <laughs> and say, bless your ministry. That ain't who you, that ain't who you confessed it to. What's very choppy? I don't know. What's choppy, Shante? Because I don't hear nothing choppy. I don't hear nothing. She, she said choppy. Uh, let me turn that music off, though. That's in my other ear. Let me pause that. Like, what's choppy? That ain't who you confessed it to. What's very choppy? What's choppy, Shante? Because I don't hear nothing choppy. Yeah, ain't nothing choppy. So I just want to let that play for a minute. Check your internet. <laughs> I'm going to pull the plug for a second. I don't think you need to because there's okay. nothing wrong. I heard it was clear. I wouldn't even do that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she said the sound. <laughs> I don't know, Shante, go out and come back in, because I just listened to it, and it sounded very clear, and I just let y'all hear the replay. I just want to let that play for a minute. Check your internet. <laughs> I'm going to pull the plug for a second. I don't think you need to, because there's okay. nothing wrong. I heard it was clear. I wouldn't even do that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check your sound. Go out and come back in, Shante. Try that. Uh, 
But confessing to one another, confessing to one another, you have to be really, really, really careful because everybody can't handle your story, right? Everybody can't handle your story. You save that stuff for your circle, I'm your real circle, not the one you go drinking with. <laughs> See, there's a difference. You got your... I, didn't say, I, didn't say, I didn't say the drinking, the drinking circle. I say sometimes you cannot tell your circle. Okay, so who do you tell this? If you're gonna if you're gonna tell it all, who you tell it? If it's me, I'm not telling anybody. I know, see. But you <laughs> But you know, you, you can't tell I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily always say tell your circle. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure hopefully you know, it's 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 a tell a friend, but Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's what he that's but what like, he's saying. Know, I, I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not saying don't don't talk I ain't it's saying it. talk to all six to ten friends. Find that one confidant. Right, and, and and that's exactly it. Tell tell the person, tell somebody. Like he says, he brings his wife and his friends into his dysfunction. But you tell somebody, right? Because what you don't want to do is be walking around carrying that mess forever and ever and ever, right? You gotta have you gotta have. There has to be a a vent somewhere, right? <laughs> you got you there got there's got to be an exhaust somewhere. You cannot continue to drive. You gotta have an exhaust somewhere. Because you've been taking stuff in, taking stuff in, taking stuff in. It's got to come out somewhere. And it's better to come out in a safe environment than in an area where you're doing it where, where somebody, where, like you said, certain people in the circle, you know, it, like, it, like some people are just like we cool to hang out with. Other ones are, are um, she's going to say it isn't me, it's y'all. <laughs> what? Shante, ain't nobody, anybody else got sound issues other than Shante? Y'all let us know. Because uh, I don't think we have no sound issues. Let me listen to this real quick. Certain people in the circle, you know, it, like, it, like some people are just like we cool to hang out with. Other ones are, are um, she's going to say it isn't me, it's y'all. <laughs> no, that's all you. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I am, I am, uh, nobody else having issues. Okay, good. So anyway, I, I just would, I agree with you. You don't, you don't tell everybody, but you do need to, you do need to have somebody to talk to. This is why mentors are so important. This is why, uh, uh, she said the man next though. Oh, the man. <laughs> if, if, um, if you have, uh, this is why counseling is important. Therapy, um, a good friend, a confidant, somebody that you can go to. And, and here's the deal. Somebody who can be honest with you and you can be honest with them. So absolutely, absolutely, I agree 100%. Confess to another. That was number what, three? Yeah, that was number three. Number three. Number four. Number four. Number four. And again, we're talking about uh, six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. Six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. Number four says... Believe the best instead of assuming the worst. Hmm. Read that again. <clears throat> Believing the best instead of assuming the worst. That's what the writer says. Believing the best instead of assuming the worst. Here we go. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? The writer says this. If someone says something that sets you off into a tailspin, they call that the great send-off mission, you might need to ask them to clarify what they said <laughs> and what they meant by it. Often I make things up in my head, and it leads me to worry too much about what they think. We have to be careful 
And now I, now I am I am one uh, at my school that use this term all the time, and I am I am guilty of of the opposite because they when people say uh, assume positive intent, like uh, assume that when we when we when we decide that when we made this decision to do X Y and Z, assume that we did it with the best possible intention. Now you can do that the first couple of times. And I'm just saying in general, not about the school. I'm just saying in general. But if every time you make a choice or a decision, and that decision is, for lack of better words, raggly, if every time you, if every time you do something is raggly or halfway or just not good, and 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 then and then you want people to assume you were doing you you were doing what was best. I, you don't want to always assume the worst about people you don't, because that's a hard way to live, and, and you end up alone, always assuming the worst. You don't want to always assume the worst, but you do have to be careful. You do have to be careful, right? Uh, 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 <laughs> Tanya gave a salute earlier about the, the great send-off mission. <laughs> you, you do have to be, you know, you have to be careful, because people do like to see people react. We are in the age of let me see, you know, they call it on this on uh, on social media they call it trolling. Let me like Skip Bayless. Y'all know who Skip Bayless is. Skip Bayless is Skip Bayless is uh, the sports version of Donald Trump. He's the sports version of Sean. If you know who Sean Hannity is on Fox News on Fox News at night, the uh, Sean Hannity show, whatever. Uh, everybody knows that Sean Hannity says stuff just because, right? Skip Bayless has made his career on denigrating two of, of, of two polarizing athletes, LeBron James and Terrell Owens. For the last 15 to 20 years, Skip Bayless on every show, on every show, made it a point. Even like right now, LeBron has been out the playoffs, what, about a week and a half now, two weeks? They got eliminated two weeks ago, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for Skip Bayless to be tweeting about LeBron James. But he knows if I mention LeBron, I'll get more attention on my tweet. If I say his name, I'll send everybody into a tailspin. If I mention his name, I'll do this. If I do this. So we have to be careful when we let certain people into our atmosphere. You ever had that friend, that one friend that always brought drama? I'm glad I never really had that one friend. That I'm not, yeah. I don't think men really have friends like that, do we? Male friends that always bring drama. I don't think we do. I mean, it's, I'm not saying I'm not saying it ain't possible. I ain't gonna say it's not possible. I'm not, I'm not saying it ain't possible, but that's. It, can it's, I say it's, it's rare? <laughs> no, I think it's probably. Um, or we, or we, or do we just not know? <laughs> y'all don't bring. Yeah, y'all got y'all drama. Yeah, but I'm saying like that one friend that is just every time every time they show up, it's drama. Like I know a lot of like no. a lot of my a lot of my friends I grew up with, my female friends, they always had it was always one girl who wherever she came, it was drama. When she showed up, you knew there was a story coming when she showed up. Or if something jumped off, you could guess who was in the middle of it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? 
Like, like, there's, like there's always drama. And you have to be careful hanging around people like that is what the reason I brought that up, period. You have to be careful who you always, who you let in your, in your group. They always bring stuff. And they're the one who, you know, that one person who can come and set the whole group off, send everybody off on the great send-off mission. I'm not, okay, so men don't bring drama, but I will say, you, what, what was that? What was the highlight a couple of years ago? Um, help me out. Let me see if um, I can help you. Highlight a couple of years ago. Like, you, you guys are like the main point. <laughs> uh, and I'm not talking about guys in general. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I, I don't know, man. I just think it's, it's uh, Shanti, I saw your thing. You know what happens when they assume. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those things where um, you, you do want to have positive intent. You want to hope that people came to you with positive intent. You want to hope that people's actions were done thinking positive. Now, here's, the, here's where you have to be careful. Was their thought about positive, positive for them or positive for you? <laughs> you assumed what you was doing was going to be good for you. You didn't think about me when you was doing what you when you when you, your did your assumptions include me? When I figured you were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I ordered these, uh, I ordered Brussels sprouts and cauliflower. <laughs> I was because I know they're good for you. Was you really thinking about me when you ordered the Brussels sprouts and the cauliflower? So I'm gonna say this. <laughs> Go ahead. What you got? You know, well, you said assume. You know, assume positive intent. Yes. So what they did was change, change the whole thing to like you know for hope for the best, but expect the worst. That's all they did. They just changed <laughs> the words around without saying expect the worst. Yes. That's all, you know, that, that one, that one, that, wow. that saying has been That's out there before. It's interesting. I never, I, never looked, I never looked at that that way. Yeah. I mean, I have. I, I, no, I'm just saying, I never, when it first good. came out, assume positive intent, I'm like, y'all just changed that around. It, like, it literally was reverse psychology. Like, hope for the best, but expect the worst. Like, you know, assume positive, like, you literally just chopped off the sentence and just made it a fragment. And, like, you know, just hope for the best. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> But right while I'm hoping and assuming positive intent, I'm gonna be right over here waiting on you to be who I thought you were. Wow. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's 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 pretty fair. That's pretty fair. I mean, I get it. I get. I never thought about that. That that. No, that's a lot of, the worst. I no. didn't think. Yeah. But like, that, that's what's been going on in a lot of the new millennial things. These these new these new sayings and everything—they're not new. It's it's like it's like listening to people quote what was what's that book? Uh, uh, the book uh, overhead everybody reading, but like you know, like um, like hey, you guys, y'all can find this in the Bible. The Bible been teaching this for a whole whole new minute. Like the one where you can manifest everything and, and oh, everything. Okay. And okay. So so every so all they did was rechange the words around, and then you know. And they plan you for they literally it is a send off mission. Mm. Mm. Okay. I I I would never, I I I've heard the saying, but I just never equated the two. But it makes perfect sense. I heard if we, the if we, if we took the word hope and yeah. go find a synonym, <laughs> we're gonna ban. Right, right. And, and if you find a synonym to after hope, it's gonna it, we're gonna eventually get to the word assume positive intent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Got it. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. That was number four. We're going number five. 
Number five, number five, number five, number five. Again, tonight, 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 y'all, our main topic of conversation for tonight was six things to do when you worry too much about what others think. I know we're slightly over time, but we're going to get out of this. Shanta says the Jedi Matrix. It is. <laughs> um, your daughter said, my mom used to say, a dog that brings a bone carries a bone. Let me read that again because I'm slow. My mom used to say, <laughs> a dog that brings a bone carries a bone. I think I know what she said, but I feel slow, though, right now, maybe because I'm hungry. <laughs> Number five says, ask a friend for help. Ask a friend for help. Ask a friend for help. The writer says this. He says, as I left my office, I ran into uh, my friend Rick. He could tell I was out of sorts and gave me a big hug. I felt like I would cry in his arms. I'm so thankful for God's people and the ways they help us when we struggle. Sometimes we're afraid to invite others in. One of the greatest gifts we have in life is the body of Christ and God's people. Don't be afraid to invite others in when you worship your reputation. Don't be afraid to invite others in when you worship your reputation. Here is the deal. When you, you've got to have a place and a space where you are comfortable enough to say, I'm just not well, right? I am just not in a good place. And the hope is you have people around you, people around you that can see that you're not in a good place. Think about what he said. He says he ran into a friend and he could tell I was out of sorts. The people who know you, who, who know you, and here's the deal. That means you cannot have up the facade when you're around them. That means these are the people who can see you without the makeup, without the, the, the just for men, without the Beijing, without the eyelashes, without the, the tummy, the, the, the waist trainer, the people who see you for real. These are the people who can say, hey, come here, something ain't right with you. I went down a whole list that didn't. But you... <laughs> But they, they can tell that something ain't right with you. They know. And you have to, and there's nothing wrong, and we have to recognize that it's okay not being okay. That's right, Shiante. Be confident enough with not being okay. And, and that's something we had to learn. It's okay not to be okay. And I know that sounds real cliche. That it's oh, but it's not a cliche. Because for too long, we the mindset was you gotta be okay. And that's it, there's no truth in that, that you have to be okay. And that's where we get ourselves in trouble thinking we have to be okay. Because for us, especially for men, oh you you'll be all right. You gotta be all right. <laughs> Just get up, dust it off, you'll be all right. Post some beer on it. You'll be all right. You, it, it'll be all, you'll be all right in the morning. You'll get over it. And, and, and we have to have a, a level of, and I'll, I'll use that word, Felicia, vulnerability, where we can say, you know what? I'm not in a good place. I am not in a good space. I love, I, I, had, I, I got Tanya watching, um, uh, I don't know if she's watching any more of it, but I had her watching I Am Athlete uh, uh, on YouTube. 
uh, I am athlete with uh, used to play for the Bears, Brandon Marshall. Y'all know the receiver, Brandon Marshall, played for the Bears. Uh, Ocho Cinco used to play for Cincinnati. Uh, Channing, um, I forget Channing's last name, uh, but the guy named Channing, he played for the Miami Dolphins, and then Fred Taylor played for Jacksonville Jaguars. They sit around, and at the end of every show or the very beginning of every show, they do a, a check-in. And the check-in says this, and I think it's great, and this is probably, and it's so funny how, how God directed me to this thing because it, it just helps me reaffirm the, the, the men's ministry that's been floating around in my head. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and I re- Tanya, please remind me to reach out to Charles King tomorrow. Thank you, please, at some point. Uh, uh, but the men's ministry, because there is, there needs to be a safe place, like, again, a safer, a safe place. Um, that the, the group that we that I that we were working with, uh, and I think he'll be here on Thursday. One of the one of the guys from um, uh, in the Ellis, Lance Gabriel. Is that who coming or is it Beatty? Who's coming Thursday with Dr. Thomas? Ellis. Ellis. Um, that, that you you have to have a safe place where you can say I'm not okay. Right? There has to be a place where you can say, man, look, I'm just you know you you have to have that. That, that level of confidentiality, that, that safe place where I can just say, man, this is just not good for me, right? So they do this check-in on the show, and I love it. He says, from 1 to 10, where are you uh, mentally? Where are you business-wise? And I forget what the other one is. And where are you? They don't do spiritually on the show because they ain't, they ain't about that. But it's mentally, business, and I think family. I think those are the three that they, that they, that they check in with. And they always ask each other that same question and they check in to say, hey, you know what? I'm at a six. Okay, well, why are you at a six? Even if they say I'm at a nine. Well, why are you at a nine? Tell us what's so great. Tell us, you know, help, you know let us know. And, it, and it's a way to open the door to have that conversation. Felicia says the mindset is fake until you make it. Oh, the mindset is fake until you make it. But when you've been faking it too long, you'll break. Ah, come on now. Come on now. That's good. But that's real. Because we are taught that. Right? I, I come from I come from a, a my, my 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 mom is one I come from everybody don't need to know your business. They don't need to know. Just deal with it. That's the, that's that that's that's how I was that's how I was raised. If you hurting, don't tell nobody. Like if it's you know, if if it's, it's one of those type of hurt, not if somebody bothering you hurting you, but if you if you're hurting, if you're not uh, if you're not uh, uh, if you don't feel like all yourself, that that's your business. That ain't nobody else's business. We have to get to a, a place and space where we can we can honestly say uh, to a friend again, friend is the key word, not associate, <laughs> not a bunch of peoples. But where we can say, hey, I'm, and, and the hope is that the people are close enough to you, they've been around you long enough, so hopefully before you even extend the hand to ask for help, that they're already there waiting for you. They're, they're, they're sitting there waiting for you. To, they're waiting already. It's almost like the analogy of I'm going to walk outside and my car is on the flat, but my people are already out there. You know what I'm saying? I've never heard that analogy. No, I'm just saying. Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying that that's the it's, uh, that that's the that's the level I'm talking about. Is is you got the alert 
before I ever told you. Like, like you know, your car tells you what your tire pressure is. That's the, like your car. When you get in the car, if you don't look at your tires, most of us don't check our tires when we get in the car. You know, we don't do no full inspection. We just get in the car and we start it. But when you start the car, the car does a diagnostic. And before you pull off, the car will tell you, hey, the back left driver's side tire is low on air. You need a friend that knows you well enough to say, hey, I saw you on the air, or I saw you, or I heard you, or I saw you the other day, and something didn't sit right with me. Are you okay? Felicia says, says, makes me think of the sermon online yesterday. We are not even comfortable with family now, but you don't get to choose your relatives, but you can choose your family. People who accept you and respect you. I've said this. Y'all heard me say this a, a whole lot on this show. Just DNA just makes you related. Blood just makes you related. It don't make you family. And I, I've I've learned that the hard way. DNA and blood just make you related. It means we are related. It means that there is a we share some genealogy that don't make us family. And that's that, that's 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 real talk. I mean, I I am closer to to uh, I, I there there are people that I would call if I start with my mama, people who I have no blood relationship to, that I would call before I called people who I had blood relations with. Those people I consider family. Before Latanya ever changed her last name, I would have called her before I called people I had blood relationship with. It doesn't, but but, but there, there there is no there there we have to be we have to have those levels of 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 relationships with 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 people. Not not a lot of people though. All you all you need is one or two. All you need is one or two. Last one, last one, last one, last one. Number six, number six. Again, last thing. Six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. Six things to do when you worry too much about what other people think. The last one says, address your sin. Oh, Roberts, Jimmy Swagger. Address your sin. <laughs> I have sinned. Y'all remember that? Oh, never mind. He said, address your sin. He says, we have an amazing ministry through Watermark Community Church called Regeneration. Regen is a biblically-based 12-step discipleship ministry for healing, recovery, and freedom from any struggle. He says, check out Regen and address your sin, whatever it is, reputation, worship, people-pleasing, porn, anger, eating issues, addictions, and so much more. Regeneration, I like that. I like that. I think I think we 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 a lot of times we don't understand that you have to unplug sometimes, right? Sometimes you have to. You, y'all remember this? And I, I, I never, I you know, working at, at the cable company all those years, that was always the favorite line when you had an issue at home with your cable. The first thing they tell you is, unplug your cable box. Unplug your cable box, wait 30 seconds, and plug it back up. Now, for those of you sitting at home, 
you never quite understood what that meant. <laughs> All y'all said was unplug the box, unplug the box, unplug the box. The reason, let me help y'all out, give y'all a little insight. Some of y'all might know this. But the reason back then they wanted you to unplug the cable box was because they had to send a signal to the cable box. The way it worked is there was a main central computer in the room, not, not, your, not your workstation at your desk. That workstation back then had no, no power. No, it could do nothing to your home computer, to your home setup. So we had to walk to the middle of the room and actually put your phone number in. And then that's why these, you, you remember this part back in the day? They would ask you, well, could you give me the last five numbers on the back of the cable box? You're like, what the hell? Like, give me the, because if we wanted to know which box to send the signal to. So you would unplug it, and then we would send this, we would wait for you to tell us it's unplugged. Now, hopefully you told the truth. You, if you tell us it was unplugged, when you unplugged it, we would hit the signal. And then it would take somewhere around 15 to 30 seconds to almost a minute for us to get a signal back saying signal was sent. The minute we say signal sent, then we would say, okay, plug the box back up. Well, I tell you that story. Sometimes you do have to disconnect. You have to disconnect and sit back and go, okay, let me, let me disconnect this thing for a minute. And then let me plug back up. And now let me see where we are. Let me, let me call out all these different things. I showed this tiny here. I used this the other day. We, uh, um, I unplugged, we were cleaning up the studio, so I had to move some electric, electricity, some outlets around. And I plugged the computer back up after it was disconnected the wrong way. And when it came back up, I showed Ty's screen. I said, Ty, this is why I like this computer, because when it comes back on, you get to see all this stuff. The computer literally says, hey, buddy, this is everything that happened. We're, we're about to restart, and this is everything that was going on. While, this, do you want all this stuff back when you restart? Every now and then, we need to control-alt-delete ourselves. Mm, that might help somebody. Every now and then, you need to control-alt-delete. What's the purpose of control-alt-delete? Because it shows you everything that's open and running. Ah, I feel like I can help somebody. It shows you every task, everything that's running. And now what I can do is it gives you a couple of options. You can hit control-alt-delete again and restart the whole computer. Or it says, look at all the things that are open. Which one is causing the problem? Oh, that end task. End task. Now it may say, and then you get the error. It'll tell you if you end task, it may come cause your computer to run funny. That means you have to just shut it all the way down and start over. Sometimes it'll just say end task. Do, would you like to wait for this program to see if it'll restart? Do you want to wait or close the way? Close it. It ain't working. Shanta says, uh, amen, doc. My daddy didn't father me, but he's been a daddy the last 34 years. Amen. So we have to, we have to address those things. We have to address them, call them out where they are. You can't go, don't go open up another window on the computer and the other one says, wait, still updating. <laughs> That's why when your computer does an update, what does it say? Do not turn off. Do not close the computer. Do not power down the computer. What does your phone say when it has an update? 
if your if your phone doesn't have enough power, we're gonna pause this update until you reach a certain percentage. Because we don't want no issues. You have to be able to do those things. This is what the writer says at the end. He says, your turn, your turn. He says, do you, like me, do we sometimes worship our reputation? If so, what does this look like for you? What do you do when you find yourself in the midst of this struggle? What can you share with other readers so they can learn from you? This was good. This was good. I was a little leery about doing this article, y'all. But, you know, I listen to my producer every now and then, once or twice every six months. And <laughs> but but uh, this was good. Y'all going to hear from me until December, huh? You said every six months. December? Yep. Yeah, that's about right. So it's like two gifts that I get where you listen to me and then I get a gift or it's just like one gift? Ooh, one big gift. Something. Something happened there. I don't know. But yeah, so <laughs> Yeah, suck <the> BB. <laughs> okay, see you for the next one. It's more like <laughs> Anyway, 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 anyway. No, this is good. This was good, y'all. I, okay. All right, cut that off now. <laughs> Like the last little cricket. Like let me get my mouth, my mouth chirp in. Uh, this is the deal. I like this man. It it it. We do have a tendency. I think at the end of the day, if we're going to take anything from this, is um, at, at what people think matters, but it shouldn't matter to change your life. It shouldn't matter that it affects your your walk with God. It shouldn't matter that it affects your daily. You know, if you're a person who this is how this is where this is where. This is where social media plays such a negative role because I'm so concerned with what I look like here, but everything is falling apart, but I want to make sure this still looks good for everybody. (laughs) So y'all see my good picture and y'all see this and see this and you see this and see that. It's kind of like the picture, like I tell the, I'll do this. It's like the couples that I've counseled, that I've married. And they're so quick to post, that, you know, you'll, you'll post something saying, uh, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that, and yeah, 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 yippee, skippy, yada, 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 because that's what you want people to see. But then the truth is, behind the scenes, y'all trying to kill each other. <laughs> y'all throwing furniture. Y'all, <laughs> you, know, all, you know, it's like, it's like wait a minute, now hold on. Right, because you you're trying to you you want you want you only you you know. But the truth is, I, and again, the world don't need to know y'all fighting. But you also don't need to let the world you the, the world don't need to see the facade either. I remember somebody put up a post one time, and it said, "Y'all ain't gonna know I was ever dating or engaged." Y'all will see the wedding pictures after the wedding. <laughs> I've seen it a couple times from people. They were like, "You ain't gonna know. I, you ain't gonna never know nothing," <laughs> because you know, you you know, we had these lavish engagements, we had these lavish weddings, and we do all this stuff, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Well, what happened?" 
because see, we put on the facade that, oh, she was the bomb and he was the greatest and da, 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 da. And then now, so now, now you feel like you owe an explanation. Nah. <laughs> Not at all. But this was good. This was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya, because, you know, I was, I was going to try to do another article. But this was good. This was good. Thank you very much. Where your, oh, your mic over there. She, she done already checked out for the night. <laughs> That's because it's 924. Anyway, look, so, okay, so y'all funny acting tonight. <clears throat> okay, y'all funny acting tonight because I wasn't able to give away these tickets. So I'm going to try again on Thursday, Dr. Thomas show. I'm going to try again on Thursday, and we're going to try again on Friday. We're going to give away these tickets because, you know, we got some tickets to give away. And I'm trying to get y'all look. If you and for those of you who weren't able to get in on the contest, you can still purchase your tickets. You can still purchase your tickets. That's right. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. One more time. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. That's where you can purchase your tickets to All Men Lifted. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. Right there. That's where you can purchase your – oh, you did it too at the same time I did. <laughs> UnlimitedFaithProductions.com. That's where you can purchase your tickets. Get them, get them, get them uh, while they're hot. You can VIP tickets are $50. General admissions are 30 Let me give you a heads up right now. Uh, the ticket price at the door will be different. Let me say that again. Don't, don't. I'm telling you now. There's a ticket price at the door will be different. We'll say it last time. The ticket price at the door, at the gate, at the ticket booth will be different. So you better get it from unlimitedfaithproductions.com. All right, all right. If you want these people who listen, you struggle with getting stuff online, and I know you, whatever, call Tanya. She'll get it for you. She'll figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's get ready and get out of here. Um, I do want to share uh, this. We are still praying uh, earnestly for Anita uh, Cross. Uh, we're still praying earnestly for her. We're still praying earnestly for the family. Um, uh, I have not. I, I, I told Tanya this on Friday. I believe it was Friday. Um, I, I, I am. I am still in in believing for uh, a mighty move of God. I am still believing for a mighty move of God. I am, I am, I am already in my praise position. Ha, that'll help somebody. I am already in my praise position uh, for the outcome. That's where I am. I am already in my praise position uh, for the outcome. Uh, and so, but I, I am, I understand what's being said. I understand what's being told by doctors. I understand what's being said by, by people and opinions and all of that. And, and I'm not one who just quotes scripture because it sounds good. Um, I, I just know God to be, I know God to be able to do more than, uh, to do what the doctors can't do. Right. I know, I know God to be able to do what the machines can't do and what the doctors can't do. And I trust God. So I am, I am still in a praise, uh, I am in a praise position uh, for an amazing outcome. And uh, I don't know, I just, I'm just there. And I think it's just, I don't know, it's just my, that's just where I am 
with it. I'm not saying it just, you know, because, you know, me and Nita was cool or we because we're cool or I'm cool with, you know, Pat or whoever. I'm just there. I'm just there. I, I feel that way um, when 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 I feel like God is going to use a a God is going to take advantage of this opportunity um, because God uses opportunities like this. Uh, he always gets the glory, even when we don't like the outcome. God still gets the glory. Um, uh, but I I I like the. The whole thing. I guess if 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 there was a um, if there was a uh, a scripture uh, 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 that we could go to, uh, uh, we could easily go to. Uh, I believe it's in the book of of, of book of John, uh, where Jesus made a comment. Uh, but there are some of you who don't believe, or for the benefit of you who don't believe. Uh, there is, there is, there is, God does certain things just for the benefit of the non-believer. Huh? Come on now. I wish I had some help. Uh, sometimes, sometimes he does some things just for the benefit, uh, of the non-believer. Uh, and, and so I would, I would tell people, uh, that, that, that Jesus, when Jesus said, I'm, I'm going to do this for the benefit of the people that are standing here, uh, that they might believe that you sent him. Uh, that's what Jesus was saying. Uh, well, for the people who were standing around, so that so not not for not for his benefit, but that he would that God would get the glory, and that you would then see who sent him. So I believe, and 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 Sister Aretha Franklin said it best when she was singing the song "Mary, Don't You Weep." She said, "For the benefit of those of those of you who don't believe, huh?" Uh, uh, I, I, I want to say, uh, that I just trust God and, and I believe, I believe just like Jesus did in John, uh, I believe it's John chapter 11. Uh, he says, when Jesus said, God, I know you always hear me, uh, but I'm saying this for the benefit of the people that are here, huh? That, 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 uh, and this thing is going to happen. I'm going to allow this thing to happen and I'm going to let it even get to a point where it looks like all hope is lost. Oh my God. But for the benefit of those, oh my God, who may be lacking, who may be a little short in their faith, God, we're trusting you right now. Uh, we're trusting that God, you will still show that you, that you can show yourself mighty, that you will show yourself mighty. Uh, and, and, and the story, <laughs> see, 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 y'all go back to Lazarus. We don't need to go back to Lazarus for the story of what's going to happen here. What's going to happen here. The outcome, uh, is going to change some people's lives. So I am, I am trusting God, uh, at this time, uh, to do, uh, an amazing thing. Uh, and, and somebody who does not know the Lord and the pardon of their sins will come running and say, now, wait a minute. I heard about God. My mama knew about God and my mama used to talk about God and my daddy talked about God and uncle so-and-so talked about God, but I, I didn't know it until I saw this, until I saw this happen. So Eve, so sometimes, sometimes even our, uh, our inner Thomas needs to be proven. Huh? 
Sometimes even the Thomas in us says, well, Lord, if it's you, let me touch the, the hole in your hand. If it's you, Lord, let me, let, me see the, let me see the piercing in your side. If it's you, show me your feet where they, where they crucified you. Let, let me see. I need to see for myself. So for the benefit of those who don't believe, oh, my God, we trust you. We trust you. We trust you. And as the song says, you're going to live. <laughs> to see it happen. I believe you're going to live to see it happen. So uh, we're, going to keep, we're going to keep the family lifted and any and all families who are going through, uh, we're going to continue to keep you guys lifted. Uh, that is my conversation with God. That ain't going to be my prayer. That was my conversation with God. So we believe in God for a miracle. We're trusting God still, still, still for a miracle in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all, I got to go. It's 932. We're going to start putting our cash app up to donate for overtime. No, I'm just playing. Uh, it's 932. <laughs> and we got to go. We got to go. Y'all stay blessed, man. Look, we'll be back on uh, Thursday with Healthy Soul Talk. going to be a great, great show. I'm excited about it. Uh, y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay blessed. And if you got to drive through, y'all know the word. This special, special city, the one we call Chi-Town. Do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head, keep your head, your head. What I say, keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O. With your hands lifted up straight.